Blog Talk Radio. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. The New African Broadcast speaks to the free-thinking movement that we see emerging in the minds of today's black youth of America. African youth must be re-educated to the scientific reasoning found in natural law if this movement is to reach its full potential. Inshallah, the African American will break free of non-scientific and tribal thinking paradigms that fail to counter immoral behavior as well as limit solid economic progress in African American communities. As-salamu alaykum. another edition of A New African. I'm your host, M.D. Shaheed, and I have with me a special guest here today, Imam Muhammad Sadiq. I'd like to bring Imam Muhammad Sadiq now on the line. Imam Muhammad Sadiq, 
Good morning and assalamu alaikum. Good morning and assalamu alaikum back to you, Brother Shahid. And thank you for inviting me to your show. Yes, sir. Imam Muhammad Sadiq has been a guest on this show many times in the past, ladies and gentlemen. And to give you a little background on Imam Muhammad Sadiq, Imam Muhammad Sadiq has been a practicing Muslim for at least 55, maybe plus years uh, here in America. Imam Muhammad Sadiq uh, was a former member of the Nation of Islam under the leadership of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. He was also a practicing Muslim under the leadership and guidance of Imam Warthuddin Muhammad here in America. And Imam Muhammad Sadiq brings uh, a rich understanding, ladies and gentlemen, and history and experience of Al-Islam's development here in America and the transformation of many of the millions of practicing Muslims here to what many people consider, consider Orthodox Islam. But I like to say more Islam proper under the teachings of the Quran and the Sunnah of Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Imam Muhammad Sadiq has some very interesting uh, things to talk about today. And so I'll let Imam Muhammad Sadiq take over from here. Imam, Imam Muhammad Sadiq, what would you like to talk about today to our listening audience? Well, what my concern always is, and first of all, let's say with Allah's name, the merciful benefactor, the merciful redeemer, and we bear witness. There's no God but Allah. And we bear witness. Muhammad is his servant and messenger. And uh, we are happy and always uh, honored to to talk. But our concerns have been and always will be about the forward movement of our community that was established by Imam Warathuddin Muhammad. And uh, my concern is, are we are we moving the community as effectively and as efficiently as we can? Effectively and efficiently as we can. And the reason why I say that is because there are so many things that uh, seem to seem to be uh, neglected. And I don't think there's any intent in the hearts of, of the Muslim community to slow walk the community. But it's painful for me to sit and watch uh, people who who are dedicated or claim to be dedicated, and I believe they are, who for, for whatever reasons neglect the responsibility of moving this community in a more effective and efficient way. And let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. My daughter has been in court for almost 10 years Mm -hmm. fighting a fight for the, in the probate court and uh, fighting the fight for trying to Keep the intellectual properties that belong to Imam Wadisuddin Muhammad and that are really the lifeline of this community, trying to keep them from falling into the hands of any single individual, no matter who that may be, 
but in this particular case, it is Wallace Muhammad II. Despite the fact that I have been on radio show after radio show, I have spoken to the uh, imams in the community. In uh, there's, there's a group of imams, sectional imams, regional imams, and have appealed to them and have asked them, have asked them to read Quote is number 545-30-1341. Yes, and have appealed to them to take into consideration, to take into consideration that this is a most serious and a most uh, troubling situation that if we don't get on it, our children and our grandchildren will pay a tremendous price for our neglect. Mm-hmm. They will pay a tremendous price for our neglect. Right now, as of this moment, I have gotten zero response to, to that appeal. Now, this I've appealed this over and over. I've gone to meetings. I've gone to Carolina. I've gone to Kansas City. I've gone to Chicago. I've gone to Philadelphia, and the list goes on and on and on. And, and and each one of these meetings we go to, they structure these meetings around business, social activity, and just uh, what I feel, fundraising as, as they see it. But not one time, as a result of of, of this of, of this concern, we have not had on one instance. We have not had one time where uh, these leaders have seen the serious nature of this and have come back and have responded by telling uh, the first of all, by number one, telling the rest of the country what's going on. And not one time has there been any kind of response, has there been any kind of a response where they have put money on the table so that we can try to fight this case in court. So, what so you, I what have – go ahead. No, you go ahead, please. Yeah, so what you're saying is you're you appealing to the leadership uh, in the community to um, – for maybe funds – and, and more information as far as disseminating information to the uh, community members. The, when I say community members, I mean people who who say they follow the leadership, the Tassir of Imam Wardi Muhammad. You are appealing to those individuals in that leadership position for that type of help. Am I, this is what I hear you saying. It's not so much that I'm asking for help, per se, Okay. I'm I'm trying to inform them because the, the reason why I don't want to use the word asking for help is because to say that asking for help is to say that this is something that is my responsibility or my daughter's responsibility, and these people will come and help us. They'll they'll do something okay that would be of support for us. They what I what I, it's like. Learning 
something that is your responsibility. When we, it is, I'm looking for them to take ownership of the idea. Okay. And to take leadership in the idea. And by taking ownership and leadership in the idea, then to forge forward and 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 as owner as an owner of it and a responsible person that has the responsibility of dealing with this, move to try and resolve this issue. But there's no there's no room at the end. There's no everyone is asleep at the wheel. And I just uh last last month they uh, sent me a text message uh, that you know they get ready to have the conference call to get ready to talk about another meeting in another part region of the country, and the joint. I I didn't even respond because it is so you know it is so uh, uh, painful, and I'm not ready to get into no argument with with my own uh, community. I've just said, well, let it go, and let let them come to grips with it when the reality of it comes home. And the sad thing about it is all of our children, all of them are going to pay for this. Before I go any further, just I think it's unfair for me in this forum to use the term intellectual properties and not break that down and express to them what this really means. And so if you will allow me, let me try to explain to them what that is, and then I'll come back to what what I'm saying about it. Okay, go right ahead. And Inam Arthur Muhammad, thank you. Inam Arthur Dean Muhammad, over his lifetime, spoke to this community and spoke to communities outside of this community and has left a legacy of information that is so very, very important that it, it really doesn't have a a financial uh, amount that I could put on it. But if I was to estimate what it will be worth, I would say it will be worth well, you know that, like, okay, the the Beatles, they have they have uh, a catalog as a result of their talent and and the work that they have done singing. They have a catalog that is worth in the millions and maybe billions of dollars. Okay, Prince left a catalog that also has that same kind of value up in that range. Michael Jackson has a catalog that he left the legacy behind and all of his work as as the others, if you add it up, it's going to be worth millions and the billions of dollars. And I'm trying to tell you, even what is Dean Muhammad, his work, what he has done, as the world wakes up to it and as the world taps into it and begins to see the value of it, it's going to in in my understanding and in my in my estimation, it's going to go beyond anything that we have seen with Prince, with with Michael Jackson, with uh, uh, the Beatles, with uh, all of these great artists that have died and left the, the works behind. 
Imam Martin Z. Muhammad's work will go far beyond that. And when it goes beyond that, the resources that come in as a result of that should be something that comes back to the community that he gave the responsibility to for overseeing and being responsible for this information. When he passed away, there was no will. And because of the absence of a will, because of the absence of the will, then the uh, courts have to intervene, and that's called probate. The case then goes to a court that is entitled probate court. And in probate court, the heirs of the deceased are responsible for uh, filing a claim for the estate of the deceased. After they do that, then the court will then sort through the information and they will assign an administrator over the estate from amongst the heirs. And the way they decide who will, in fact, be the administrator is they generally go to the closest of kin, the wife, in the case of of, uh, of a married person, and uh, the brother or the sister in case of a, there's no marriage or whatever. But in this case, the wife, they would go to the wife. But because of the nature of Imam Warathi Muhammad's marriages, he had divorced his former wives, but the divorces were done in an Islamic uh, form, form or format. And so therefore, the, the courts, the probate courts, they do not or have not uh, found it within themselves to recognize, as most of the courts in the United States don't, recognize the Islamic uh, process that we use for marriage and divorce. Now, they will recognize a marriage under certain circumstances in certain states. But in the final analysis, if, in, if the divorces are not done according to specific statutes within the state where the particular marriage took place, then you can run into a lot of problems. As a result of of uh, of this particular understanding, when Imam Arthi Muhammad passed, when he passed, my daughter, who was married to him at the time of his passing, with the, at that time, she did what she was supposed to do. She filed the claim for the uh, family as she knew it, and others stepped forward who who she may not have or did not know who they were or how to contact them. But anyhow, in the final analysis, all those who were supposed to be considered in this particular um, gathering of of, uh, of possible heirs were found, finalized on a list and presented to the probate court for consideration. What was left outstanding was what was, in fact, the relationship of Shirley Muhammad 
who was his wife of uh, maybe 20 or 30 years prior to uh, him having married my daughter, because in between his marriage to Shirley Muhammad, there was a marriage to a young lady named Bina, marriage to a young lady named Lorraine, and also a, a young lady named Amatula. So I'm saying in between all of those, the marriage of Shirley Muhammad were these people. Yet Shirley Muhammad comes out of the woodworks claiming that she is, in fact, that she is, in fact, the wife of Imam Warsi Muhammad. The first appeal that we made to the community was for them to take a stand as they know and heard Imam Warsi Muhammad and witnessed what he said and who he was married to. The first appeal was for them to take a stand, and and out of out of that request, a handful of people, maybe you could count on one hand, physically came to the court. Some sent in letters, and I we appreciate that. Maybe we did get close to forty or fifty letters, maybe seventy letters or something like that. But still, out of a community the size that we have, that didn't have any or much weight at all in the courts, considering we are making a claim that the intellectual properties, which is the, the title given to the speeches and all of the work that Imam Wadis and Muhammad did in the public domain, the intellectual properties then uh, were, were not uh, given not given the kind of uh, consideration that they would have been given had the community, meaning a community asset, had the community stepped up in force and would have would have shown a representation that uh, was said, hey, wait a minute, this is something serious and this belongs to us. And though uh, Khadija, who is my daughter, is is standing up as the wife, but she's representing a position in the community, and that position is that these intellectual properties are the property of a community, and the proceeds need to go to the community. She's not stepping up saying these intellectual properties are mine and not Shirley's. She's stepping up and saying these intellectual properties are the community, and I, as the wife, and stepping up as a representative who will fight for the properties to be willed to the proper persons. Can I ask you a question? Yes, please, go ahead. Can I I ask you a question? Now, in in intellectual property, (coughs) let me give you an example. Pardon pardon me. Let me give you an example, Brother Mayor. Now, Let's say, for example, you have an idea, an, an, an idea which turns into an invention, okay? Um, okay. The intellectual property can, under, and, and this is similar to uh, any situation when you say intellectual property. That's what the courts look at it. And, and the reason why I'm saying this is because I have some experience in intellectual property. And what happens is, this is what makes it so, uh, it's a, Exact is not a completely exact, but it's a lot of gray in that area. For example, if you come up with an idea, 
even if you come up with an idea and I'm sitting there listening to you talk, if I take that idea and develop it and actually show that it works and then file a claim on it, in other words, that's my intellectual property because an idea is a dime a dozen. Everybody got an idea, but you got to be able to demonstrate that not only that you originate the idea, but that you also pursue the idea and you also able to demonstrate the practicality of the idea and that the idea is novel. In other words, whatever you're doing is novel. And once you do that, only the individuals who are associated with developing that idea can file a patent on it or whatever or copyright and get it patented as intellectual property. In other words, most people don't know companies can't even patent ideas. It's the individual that can only have a property. And then that individual can assign that. In other words, he can either license it to a company or companies, or he can outright sell it to a company. And most companies have certain clauses that when you come on to the company, particularly if it's a technological technology company, then whatever you come up with while you work with that company, you have to assign that invention, that creation, whatever, over to the company. Now, I use that as a backdrop. So I'm asking you, you know, if your daughter can claim the right to the she can claim could claim right to intellectual property, but it will be her property. It's, it's the community. The courts are not going to look at it from an intellectual point of view. How do you distribute everything to the community? You can't. It's only that individual. Now, that individual can themselves assign whatever they want to to the community. But it's still somebody has to be um, rightful person to the intellectual property. So, for example, the work that I'm working on, all of my research that has not been made public or I have not pursued it, if if, if a law decides, you know, it's time for me to come back to the real reality, then that property, that intellectual property goes straight to uh the heirs that I have assigned. Now, now I can assign, I can assign who could manage the intellectual property. I may say, well, intellectual property is a property of the trust, which is the heirs. It could be, you know, offspring, whatever. But I can assign, let's say, this son or that son will be the manager of that intellectual property. Okay, but the intellectual property will be assigned to them. Man, I can, if I have a will, under the auspices of the Quran, dictate how much of that property, if you want to talk about in terms of revenue, would go to each individual offspring. But you have to have a will to do that. Other than that, the court's going to automatically throw that into intellectual property to, like you say, the wife or the offspring. And herein lies the issue that you, I see you, you bring it out. And so what I'm saying is looking at it from a, a technical legal point, the individual have to claim 
That's my intellectual property. You see where I'm going at with this? And now, I, now once I right. get it, I can I can do whatever I want with it. Right. And I, right. And and, and 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 that's where we are. And and that's that's where. Well, well, first of all, let's just back back up just one one second. Where the uh, problem uh, occurs for us is who, in fact, was the wife of Imam W.D. Muhammad so we can try and find who, in fact, uh, was the heir to his anything that he might have left, intellectual properties or, or any other properties that he might have left behind. And when Shirley Muhammad comes out of nowhere and claims that she is, in fact, the wife, keep in mind now, like I said, she was married to Imam Warthi Muhammad. But what had happened was she was married to him more than one time. They were married and divorced and married again. But where where uh, the, the technical challenge that can be made for her against her is that one of her marriages was not resolved by a proper divorce. And so if it wasn't resolved by a proper divorce, and then she goes back to get to try to go back to get married to him again to try and seal the fate of what happens in the passing of Imam Muhammad, then there's a technical challenge that can be made that she did not follow through on getting a divorce between one of her marriages before remarrying him again. So in the state the, the state of Illinois says that anybody who gets married, even if it's to the same person, they, if, in other words, if she gets married, she has to get divorced, married, divorced, and where it, it falls apart, and 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 uh, we haven't been able to fight this part of the fight because the fights we have to go through little uh, segments of of the challenge. The first challenge is Shirley Muhammad is challenging my daughter's marriage. First, she challenged my daughter's marriage. Then when the courts ruled that my daughter was legally married, but that that marriage was a putative marriage. Putative marriage meaning here's a marriage where either somewhere along the a, a line, some technical uh, instrument that was supposed to be used in the marriage is inadvertently neglected. And they can see that the intent was not to play a game here or the intent was not to to, to be devious. Then the court in, in its discretion can recognize that person who is married who might have something that needed to be done that wasn't done, and the court can overrule that or go by that and recognize the marriage, but then that marriage is called putative marriage. Okay. So her status is called a putative marriage, 
And so technically, like if if that's where it was, then if there is a will, and fifty percent, I mean, if there was, if there had been a will, fifty percent of the estate would have belonged to the wife of record. And in as much as Shirley Muhammad is making a claim of being a wife, and my daughter was definitely married to him at the time of his passing, then the two of them are considered to be 25%, 25%, which is equal to the 50%. So that 50% now has to be divided. And the other 50% then is divided among the other heirs who are of registered. Okay, so now the 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 point I'm the the point that I'm bringing out is whether it is cosmetic or whether it is real. There has been no real groundswell or no real uh, let's get involved kind of situation uh, from the community. And, and 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 let me let me tell you why. This is a serious situation in my mind's eye and, and where the neglect in my mind's eye comes from. The people in the community don't know what's going on. They don't know what's going on. You could go, you could talk, you could pick up the phone after the end of this program and just uh, find uh by looking through the the, the the newspaper called the Muslim Journal and find maybe three sites where they have phone numbers listed and have messages and ask the imam if he can just speak to any one person at each one of these sites. And for each person, you, you're going to get a different answer. And I doubt some of them are not even going to know what what's intellectual property, what's a probate case. How long has this been going on? Or did you you're gonna find out that these people know absolutely nothing about what's going on. So now to 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 zero in on where I'm going in, in this conversation that we're having right now, my concern is why don't they know? They don't know because the vehicle that we have for disseminating information in our community has not involved itself in the dissemination of knowledge or information as it relates to what has transpired since the passing of Imam Wadisuddin Muhammad. Every week, the Muslim Journal, since his passing, has put out a newspaper. And every week, there is a a big void or absence of any information that would inform and keep the community up to what is going on and what is the progress of it or lack thereof. We don't see that. And that's a sad, 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 sad testimony for this community. So what are you... And the fact so that what are you suggesting, are you suggesting, are you implying that this community is has taken a totally different direction since the passing of Imam Muhammad 
or are you suggesting that this community leadership, man, I'm talking about leadership, really was not that firm under the leadership of Imam Muhammad's direction? What are you suggesting? That's been 10 I'm, I'm years. Suggesting a little bit, I'm suggesting a little bit of both of those. I'm suggesting the direction that Imam Warthi Muhammad was, was on has 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 not been held fast to. It has not been held fast to. And because, you know, there's, there, there, I, okay, let's, let's go after, let's just take one thing at a time, okay? I'm saying that, okay, how can we, to get a groundswell of people to fight for a cause that they know absolutely nothing about? That's why I said if you call around, you you you're not going to get any information because the people don't know. And I'm not trying to say it is the responsibility of Muslim Journal to to uh, do all the you know to, to make sure everyone knows, but it is the responsibility of Muslim Journal to at least keep the information in front of the people. So that they will have the alternative to either read this and learn about this on this or just ignore it and go on about what they're doing. But when a paper is published, as in, they, they, they pride themselves on having a newspaper, have never missed one newspaper. And that's a, that's a wonderful thing. And I congratulate them on that. But the question comes to my mind is, for 10 years now, nearly 10 years, it'll be 10 years this coming year, Imam Warthi Muhammad has, was deceased in 2008. 2009, 10, 11, 12, and all the way down the line to, to 2017, there has not been any, well, maybe one article, and it, it was it was superficial, superficial, let in his writing, but superficial in in information compared to what we're dealing with. And so there's a very big vacuum of information that no one knows anything about. And so I'm trying to bring about a change using blog talk radio, using just using my own personal emails and writing. I, I did that for many years. And despite all of that, I mean, there was, there was, uh, I, I was able to prick the conscience of a few. I was able to prick the conscience of a small uh, minority, very, very small, minuscule to be exact. But there's, there's nothing out there to keep the people alert and vigilant towards fighting this fight. Now I can I can I can uh, go after some ideas why I can go after some ideas why, but no matter what I conclude in 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 the why, that that does not justify this complete hands off uh, approach that has been taken that has allowed our community to be deaf, dumb, and blind to the serious nature of of, of this. 
thing called well, maybe, intellectual have, property. Have, 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 have you ever considered, Brother Imam, that some of the imams are emotionally uh, partial to uh, this situation? When I mean this situation, I mean the, the relationships Imam Muhammad have, and they don't want to stir this all up and and because they don't, maybe they think, which the reality is, you know, maybe many people don't know that this the type of relationships, how he got married or got divorced, and they don't want to bring this out. Maybe they think it'll be a bad image. It'll present a bad image on a man. Because once you start, you know, talking about things and bringing it out, then nowadays you got social media. Things will just catch on like wildfire, some wildfire, pardon me. So maybe in their mind, they don't know. See, because when a lot of things are not talked about, then it leads to conjecture. And, you know, a lot of things you were saying already about, well, he was married to this person, married to this person. I don't know, you know, and I don't, you've been somewhat complete about how the relationships went, but there's also some gaps. Did he divorce this person? Did he divorce that person? Did he divorce it? under the auspices of Islamic divorces, did he divorce it under the Islamic divorces and the state of Illinois? And so there's a lot room to be conjecture and maybe a lot of the individuals don't want to have to deal with that. And so, because then it becomes public, more public, the bigger it gets, you know, not to say that people in the knowledge, because the people in the knowledge, when I say people in the knowledge, I mean media people, investigative people they already know this okay so this is not like a, a uncovered mystery but a lot of the people in the community if they don't know about what's going on in the probate court as you suggest then they obviously wouldn't know about some of the other things underlying you know the differences in the probate so it may very well be uh something like that going on and then at that point what the leaderships so-called leaders will have to do is come to grips and that part has to be discussed so people can see that well okay because now you suggested maybe you know he was doing something maybe not uh necessarily not necessarily bad but not necessarily proper either and people don't you know a lot of people think Imam Muhammad you know was almost like Jesus you see you know I met some brothers like that you know, you got to be careful. They, they think like he was like Jesus. And I mean like the Jesus in the Bible. I'm not talking about the Jesus, how he taught us the true nature of Jesus or the spirit of Jesus, the Christ. I'm talking about biblical Jesus. They got a lot of, you know, a lot of people see a Christian clothed in Muslim clothing. They don't, they don't even know they're Christian, you know. But if you talk to them, you don't talk to them too long either. You can see that they're still following that type of uh, ideology just been wrapped up, so to speak. Now, have you ever thought about that that may very well be the reason why people don't want okay, to deal but, with it? Okay, but see, that's not where I'm at, though. That I, I give room for that. That that That's perfectly legitimate. And in other words, I can't legislate or demand a certain uh, moral compass that everyone should have. All I'm asking for, I'm not asking for the conclusion. I'm asking for just keeping 
alive the information in a periodical that is designed and 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 and, and created for keeping alive information. <laughs> that, so you want something? That's so you want something? You think that should be something that there should be a consistent and a uh, regular update, maybe in the Muslim Journal or, or, or whatever publication was going on it in the appropriate court. It should have been it from day be. one. That's it, what it, you're it, saying. It's, it's all I'm saying. That's, that's all I'm saying. Because now, okay. how people how people will rise and fall to the idea is exactly the way you said. You're going to get a diverse group of opinions coming out and people are going to yield to emotional sentiments here or prejudices here or and they're entitled to that. Oh, I'm, and so I'm not I'm not demanding of or expecting from this uh, information a, a, a I, I can have a hope of but I know they're going to present their response in accordance with how they see it. My only problem is they don't get to see it. And that's and, and I'm saying it'd be different if we did not have if we did not have uh number one, if we did not have uh a, a periodical that was designed for the distribution of information and even information even information that is sensitive, critical information. We we have that. It's, it's not like uh, there, there's something or some reason why we 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 can't talk about this. We we can't talk about this. Or or, or the, the imam said, well, don't don't uh, uh, talk about controversial things. In fact, he gave Aisha a, a idea and had it placed in the paper in April 1985. He said. We won't be afraid to agitate because a sheepish paper that tries to keep any waves from coming on the water isn't going to be appreciated by our people. Now, that has been in the paper nonstop since the year of 1985, okay? Now, that's that's 32 years that has been in there. So it's not like, you know, like, like you say, say something would be in the paper saying, "Don't agitate. Uh, we want to, we want to always uh, have a warm and fuzzy paper." No, Imam Warthi Muhammad had that placed in the paper for a reason, and that reason was to get the paper to have some backbone, to have the will to fight. And 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 what I'm trying to show you is, we have lost our our vision. In our in our in our spirit to fight and struggle for the important things are really the the lifeline of our community. And I'm saying, and and as long as we think like that, and and one of the reasons I believe, and I'm gonna give you one of the reasons, or probably the the reason, Wallace is making claim to to the image of Imam Wallace of Dean Muhammad. And it shows you how one thing ties into the uh, to the other thing. This, this is not isolated. So now he's making a claim that this number one belongs to him. Period. That's his first claim. And then in making that claim, 
then he is fighting in the court to get a final resolution in the court that will allow him to own it and license and get paid for licensing segments of or the use of Imam Wazim Muhammad's intellectual property. Okay. Now, also, I have been told, and I can be corrected, and, and I'm, it, in, in, uh, but I'm going to share with you what I've been told by those okay. who were close to, to the editor of the paper, that Wallace has either told her or they had a discussion where if she, not necessarily deals with this situation, but if she crosses him or if it angers him or, or challenges him, then he will pull out of the paper the image of Imam Wadafadim Muhammad, and the paper will then be void of using his name and his his articles, and she doesn't want that fight. Well, if she but, really I mean, had some backbone, but he doesn't have. He does. He has not. The court has not given him. Well, now you can correct me, but has the court given him? legal authority over all of the images or pictures it's, or well, writings it's, it's of close. email Wadi Muhammad? He's close to that. He's close to that. Now, I'm going I'm I'm to give you the... It, it hasn't been finalized totally, but it's close to him having it. But my point is, in 19... In 2008, when email Wadi Muhammad died, he didn't have it. In 2009, he didn't have it. In 2010, he wasn't close to it. In 2011, so my point is, by not there, there was nothing in all of these years leading up to it that was a justification for anticipating what might happen. Now, by all of these years going by, and they're not, not I've not been able to put up the biggest fight. How much fight can one little young lady with limited resources put up against? Wallace getting the support using the money that he that he was able to get from donations from people in the community and all that he gets. And here she is going to work every day, trying to go to school every day, trying to pay her rent, light gas, and still pay her lawyer $500 a month every month time charge, whether she paid it all at one. I mean, she might have a bill still. But the point is she's still charged at that rate of money on a payment plan. So I'm saying I'm saying to you that yes, maybe now and and I give that because that's a technical legal thing that that the, the, the courts have leaned closer to his position, not because that is his position is right, but because we were incapable of putting up the best fight for it, and there's no there's no reason for him to see for the, for the judge to see it any other way. Because we can't get the membership of the of the community to step forward and say, "Yes, I heard Imam say this. Yes, I'm a witness to this. Yes, we can't get that. We couldn't get well, that, and no one be no one being willing, no one being willing to say, "Okay, I'm going to challenge you, and you try and take it out of the. You, you, I'm going to put the article. I'm going to put Imam Wadi Muhammad's article in the paper, 
and you show me if you want. You know, look, right now, right now, if you take a look at any newspaper worth its salt, the New York Times, the Washington Post, the, the different uh, Times Review and all these newspapers out there, most of these newspapers are in court almost 24-7 because they have been challenged not to publish certain information that that was harmful in most instances to the Republican Party, to Donald Trump mainly right now and other, others, that they've gone forward and published it and are being sued. But and they have accepted that. But aren't there many, if you look on in the media, social media, the term social media, I think is becoming more outdated in some situations because the reality is it's really media. It's not just social because all media is social. But um, you can go on many different uh, sites. There's uh, email Muhammad lectures, teachings, videos, pictures. I mean, it's all over the world. Now, even if you got, even if you were to come up with a ruling that said that you had the right to email Muhammad's publications or pictures, the reality is it's so widespread at this point, it'll cost you an arm and a leg to enforce it. You'd have to be a major billion-dollar corporation just to enforce it. Well, I mean, you, well, can see, find, I, I, you, you can find information. I, I've seen stuff in Japan and and Norway and Ghana and places like this. How are you going to enforce that? How would Wallace be able to enforce that with any efficiency, any effectiveness? Well, That's the part here, I don't get. Court. Well, well, see, here's the thing, Brother Shahid. Here's the thing. I see that. You see that, and and of course I know she sees that, but I I, I give her, I'll give credit to her on this one instance, that if if there are ten ten thousand nine hundred sixty six billion cases of Imam Muhammad's works being used out in the public domain, if she does it, he'll find time, and he'll put all of his concentration on that. For for one reason, if not any, and that's because that uh, the 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 public that he has an influence in is the same public that 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 uh, Aisha Mustafa is reaching for for getting that paper sold and distributed throughout the country. So. I do give her credit for that because if 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 she does what others have done and put it out there, she will be hit immediately. I, I, there's no doubt in it. But, so my position is not that she that there's so many of them out there that she wouldn't be hit because I would agree with her that if she puts it out there, she is going to be hit. But my point is not that she won't be hit. It is that she will be hit, but have faith and let's rally. She would those same readers. That he would have to take on in 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 a lawsuit, take on by pulling the article out of the paper, or by, by not pulling. He can't pull it out. He can only uh, start squawking about it. And they, she can go to court and she can file briefs and she could 
she could just, I mean, she could have a war of attrition with him on that one, whereby she could carry out the, the fight for the next 10 years and continue on with him and want Muhammad's articles in there and pull his information out of the paper where he will suffer because he gets a benefit from the paper carrying his free advertisement for tapes of Iman Wati Muhammad that he has commandeered. And, and, and so, that's the position, and that's and that's the position I'm I'm bringing up here is that uh, if he's a good businessman, if he's a good businessman, like many say he is, then that would be a bad business move. Even to threaten yeah. him to something. I mean, that's a bad business move because. Like you say, you know, as she said, I got the right to public is a is a, a freedom of the press. Uh, this man was a, a, a highly recognized individual, maybe even like like on a presidential level, and you know, therefore he has to be treated as such. I have the right to put, you know, his picture and his articles and etc. Because it's been in the public domain. Because see, sometimes if information has been in the public domain so long. And you didn't file a patent on it, or you didn't file a copyright on it, and it's been in the public domain, or if it's just been in the public domain, and it's been, in, you know, it's been copyrighted, it's been in the public domain so long, is that you could say it's it's my information, but because it's been out there so long, your ability to, what uh, I think it's, I forgot the term, legal term, to get some type of financial benefit from it, it's going to be very, very difficult, particularly if it's been spread out among that. In other words, you haven't been using it. The other person's been using it. And they have distributed to other people who also have been using it. And then they have distributed to other people who also been using it, and so on and so on. It makes it very difficult to really, you can claim it and you can use it, but you can't necessarily always exclude others from using it. It's 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 it's, well, a, see, what, it's the same way like this in patent law too. Can't come out with an idea, and then be using it, and never really patent it. And after five or six or ten years, you decide, okay, I'm gonna file a patent on it. And you've been already making money on it, okay? And it's, it's been in the public domain. Well, the patent office won't give you a patent on it, but they won't give anybody else a patent on it either. So now it becomes a uh, a, a competitive situation who can best market it. It's possibly it could come down to that at the end of the day. Yeah, but see what you're what you're saying, brother Shahid, you're bringing a intelligent, rational argument to someone who's ready to or, or is looking for and willing to 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 seek such an argument. And then the the fruits of the argument, but that's what I'm saying is we can't even get to we we can't get there because mm-hmm. there's not even a interest in approaching. In other words, the and I hate to use this terminology, a, a subliminal blackmail is is out there. It's subliminal, and it's it's out there uh, uns, unspoken. That if you do this, I'll do that. Quid pro quo, okay? And uh, I can't, I can't say I don't. I, I mean, I can't tell a person, okay, go ahead and. I I made my my complaint to uh, Aisha, 
or, or to the to the paper. And I, in fact, I, 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 because of my complaint, I mean, for a while there, I mean, I, I, I hardly could even get a healthy assalamu alaikum, you know. But we, we, I think we got past that. Hopefully, we did. And I hope this doesn't take us back to the days of, 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 uh, you don't exist really. But uh, my point is, it's, it's so troubling. That the world, the, the, the community needs to know what the problem is. But now, let me tell you the irony of this. Now, this, now I know this is not going to win me no friends, especially among the people in the, the paper. But I got to say it. I got to say this. And it's not, it's not just against her or the paper. But I'm just trying to show you where where our priorities are. Every year they have this beautiful program called a time to be grateful. Okay. They it's a fundraiser for the paper. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. But for a, to to reach out and get hotels and first class hotels and charge almost two hundred dollars a head for participating in the programs, the uh, workshops and the activities for two or three days in various cities, New Jersey, Washington, D.C., and other places across the country, and for people to travel, even to Bermuda. People went to Bermuda for this wonderful occasion. And I'm not knocking it. That's good. That's wonderful. But my point is to say, how can we find time for all of that and and not see our responsibility with this and each and then you stop and think now here you got almost three or four hundred people, maybe more maybe a thousand who knows who attend these programs, each paying uh a minimum if they got early early registration a minimum of two hundred dollars nearly for uh participating in the programs that are going on during that weekend i mean and then for the believers themselves to to have to invest in hotels, rental cars, airplane tickets, uh, food for their family. At the end of the at the end of the day, you you got all these uh, um, uh, people coming together, paying nearly one thousand dollars a piece. One thousand dollars a piece, nearly. And that's a minimum. I mean, you can't, you can't, you you can't pay that kind of money and travel there and stay there for three days in a hotel and not spend a minimum, a minimum of a thousand dollars. So I'm saying, now if if I if we can do that, how can we not see the importance of uniting, spending a small percentage of that kind of money to just fight this cause for the benefit of our community and for the for, for the future for our, our grandchildren and our children. But brother I'm man, look, man. I, 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 I go back to what we talked about earlier. And, and maybe I wasn't I didn't do a good job of, of explaining what I was trying to say. Um it is possible I want you to think about this, Imam Muhammad Sadiq. 
just listening. It's possible that many of these people, they don't, they're not concerned about the properties of intellectual properties of Imam Muhammad because on an individual level, they think they already got everything they need anyway. And they're not interested in really teaching everybody to get this information. They just want to make sure that they got it so it could put them in a position to give them the image that they are heavyweight in religion, a heavyweight in human knowledge and human social development, psychological development. And in that case, they can always stand tall among the general populace. And I'll teach my little offspring because I got it. I don't have to publish, so it's not that big a deal. Plus, I've been studying the Quran, the Sunnah of Prophet Muhammad, right? The Hadiths and uh, Bukhari, Sahih Muslim, and I've learned the Arabian language pretty good. Hell, I I got some insight now. I, you know, I don't really need all of that anymore. So, oh, know, I, I, I bear witness. Look, look, Imam Muhammad, he got his. He got his understanding by studying Quran. So now that I'm studying, but I've been studying for the last 20, 20, 20 years, I can read a little Arabia. Hell, I'm the imam now. <laughs> so you may have a lot of that playing in. Because some people don't well, I don't to be Well, what I'm saying is, I have don't... you considered that? Have you considered that? No. Oh, yeah. Well, see, I, I understand the mindset of many in this community because Imam himself said when he was speaking of the Imams, he, he said there's only a handful of the Imams at the time that he was alive that are really with him. So that's, that's no shocker to me. The only thing that I'm saying is because I do know this, I do know this, that if we, the people informed, and it doesn't take a lot of people. If we keep the people informed, there would be a significant amount of people sensitized to what the problem was, and we would be able to advance a more effective fight for this cause. But and that's why you and that's and that's why you're on the show, Imam Sadiq. That's why I have you on the show so you can. I agree with you, so you can keep. People informed, and 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 I and I want I appreciate the show, and I appreciate your effort, and I and I got to say this, and I'm not saying it to try to to uh, win favor with you, but you have done more, you have done more as an individual, and 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 affording um, me time on this program as well as uh, I could maybe 10 or 12 other programs similar to this where we were able to disseminate the kinds of information that we feel is necessary for the people to stay intelligently apprised of what's going on. And I, I appreciate it. And I'm saying if, if, if we could get the newspaper, and the reason why I keep focusing on the newspaper is because 
they have taken the, the the responsibility of being the voice of the community, and they 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 know how to promote an idea. They started promoting. They started promoting the idea of this program. There, uh, a, a time to be grateful. They started promoting it sometimes in August or September. You know, and. September, October, let's say August, right? September, October, November, December. That's that's four months out. And I am I have yet I've never seen the most progressive programs that are out there. I've never seen a full scale promotion on them four months out. I've seen them sort of put notification out but never a full-scale promotion like this. And I think that's good. I'm not knocking it. I'm not against it, nor am I hoping that it fails. I hope it's successful because maybe by being successful, it will give them more uh, backbone to stand up. But but my point is it's a sad testimony. And, 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 and let me be fair to Aisha because she's not alone here because it's the imam. If the imams would stand up and do what they're supposed to do and give her the kind of support that she needs, then her circumstances wouldn't be so fragile. But she so knows let, she can't depend on she knows she can't so, depend on them. So let me follow this back up uh, to our listening audience. This is a new African. I'm your host, Imam Muslim Shahid. I have on the line a guest speaker of mine Imam Muhammad Sadiq. Imam Muhammad Sadiq uh, has been a practicing Muslim here in America for over 50, 60 years now. And we're having some very in-depth discussions on Imam Muhammad, the transfer of uh, leadership from Nation of Islam, Imam Muhammad, as well as some of the intellectual property problems we have in here in, in the courts. Um, but I wanted to ask you, are you in good speaking uh, terms with Aisha Mustafa. <laughs> well, you laugh at <laughs> let, let, well, let, let me let me put it this way. Sasha and said that. Sister Aisha is very civil with me. We've been on programs together. She's very respectful and very civil. So it's nothing personal that I have with her. Nothing so would she be willing? To, would she? Would you think she'd be willing to come on this program with me? And we can talk about these things. you think you can set that up? Well, here's how I would here's how I would like to see you do it. If, you, if since you're bringing that up, I would like for you to just call and extend her an invitation and request, and tell her of the nature of this show, and even forward to her a copy of of what was said, so that she can be a, totally enlightened as to what was said. So she wouldn't be feel that she would be blindsided or or, or sort of ambushed, mm-hmm. and then invite her to come on alone, as I'm on here alone, where she has the full full uh, uh, right to to challenge and and address my concerns and 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 defend her position and and correct me where I'm wrong, and then and then. After she has that opportunity, then 
afford an opportunity for us both to come on together. Because first of all, if I get on a program with her, I'm going to be very civil because I, I love and respect her. I think he's a beautiful sister. I think she's a beautiful sister. I think she does a commendable job with the newspaper. But I disagree with this particular issue. And it, it's not a personal thing that I have against her and the newspaper. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a uh, situation that she's at the center of. And again, I want to re- restate what I said earlier, that I believe if the imams in this community would offer a greater and a greater uh, 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 backing to her, it would afford her a chance to show more uh, strength in this kind of a fight. But I think he has con- uh, concluded, and probably properly, properly so, that she doesn't have that support, and that she's basically uh, a lone ranger out here in terms of, of, of of this fight, and so she's got to do things and take steps to protect her business interests. So and, you think and, that's, and the reason, that's, that. that's the reason why she's not putting anything in the journal because she's I'm trying to protect. That, I I think that's one of the major reasons because I, I, it's it's a very clear uh, dilemma in front of her that the moment. She, I'm talking about when it crosses over and she has to outright uh, condemn the behavior of Wallace Muhammad. She knows that the moment that she does that, there's a price to pay. There's a price to pay. And well, does she really she, have to? Do, does she really have to condemn Wallace Muhammad? I think based on no, what no, you no, said. Based on what you she, said, if you just put that information out there, it's really a matter of what's right and or what's best and what's not best. And I think, like you said, most of the people will will gravitate to what's best to, for the whole community. It's not necessarily a condemnation of Wallace. I'm not trying to protect Wallace. I don't even know Wallace. But I just know of Wallace, Muhammad II. But I'm saying is that if, if, if information that we've discussed earlier in this program if that's put out there, I think the uh, community individuals would reflect on the best for the community, as you stated. And, I mean, maybe it's an indirect condemnation of Wallace, but she doesn't have to say Wallace is off or whatever. She just has to put that information in the paper, don't you think? Well, that's, that, there's a way of doing it. There's a way of doing it and w- without even mentioning anyone's name. There's a way of doing it. Well, you could deal with this whole issue and keep it so generalized that uh, that nobody would be uh, victimized by uh, uh, an intelligent approach to it. But still, the implications would be there, and, the, and, and, and any intelligent person would know who you're talking about. And still, there's a there there's a, a chance of retaliation, but. But my point is, I think that your idea is perfect. In fact, I I would ask you to contact her this week and ask her and tell her what took place, and 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 do like you're doing with me. You know, you're not cutting me no no uh, slack. You 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 
questioning me and challenging uh, conclusions that I've come to. And, and I think the same should be done for her. But but uh, she should be allowed to express her, her, her concern. But I, I, I just feel that we're so helpless. And, and, it's, and, it, and it's, it's something that, that, that is very sensitive, but it's gonna, there's a big price that this community is going to pay down the road by neglecting and not, not addressing this issue and keeping the people informed. The people, all I'm asking, and the only question, that, the only concern that I'm bringing for this table to be set properly is that the public who read this newspaper and are identified with this community be given information as to what has transpired in the courts, not Muhammad Sadiq's opinion or Wallace's opinion, what has transpired in the courts and what coming down the pike and what will be the consequences in the final analysis of a victory this way or a victory that way. This is all I'm asking. And and, and not a one-time hit and then it's over. We're just like uh, they, there's a whole paper on Sister Clara Muhammad. Now, I think that's wonderful. She's a wonderful lady and that, that, that there should be one. But just like there's a whole paper on Sister Clara Muhammad, I'm not asking that you run a whole paper on the probate, but I, I am asking that you can set aside a section a section, like there's a section in there for education, there's a section in there for advertisement, there's a section in there for for travel. I'm saying set aside a, a small section and 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 just and inform keep the people informed objectively without an opinion, but let them know what has transpired and and interview me, interview Wallace. Interview the the attorneys. Interview, uh, find out, go and pull the court record. But you're not going to get as much from the court record as you're going to get from the people. And then put this in there and keep the people informed. That's all I'm asking. So if if, if in the final analysis, it's not about that I'm I'm asking that, that, that the paper take a position. It would be nice. And there's room to take one, but that's mm-hmm. that's over the top. That's not where I'm coming from, and I don't think that's healthy journalism. Journalism for any newspaper to to be so opinionated that there's not room for objectivity. And so all I'm asking for is an objective uh, uh, report maintained in our newspaper about. The, the the ramifications of this serious thing because first of all now we've been talking nearly an hour and a half and if we've been talking an hour and a half I haven't even touched the other part of of, of this this concern which is called the trademarks we haven't even talked about the trademarks. All we talked about has been the intellectual properties but there's another major major, major part of this called the trademarks. Now, 
if you think the people don't know anything about if 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 I if if I'm going on record of saying the people don't know anything about the intellectual property, try asking a question about trademarks and see what kind of answer you get. I went I, I talked to what made me make up my mind about saying, Well, this is a hopeless fight almost for me. I'm talking to a, on a, a program with the imams and the in the uh the convener of the imams, he's 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 con- conducting the program, and very warmly, you know, he let me uh, again appeal to the imams. One brother, he comes on very respectful, but firm. Well, we've given you every opportunity, you know, to say this over and over, and then I I think you know we've given you a, a chance. In other words, is this? What you think I'm after? Did you just give me a chance to speak as I should have a chance to speak like anybody should have a chance to speak if they're a member of this community? I'm not interested in just speaking. I'm t- I, what I'm trying to tell you is I have spoken, as he said, I was been given an opportunity to speak. I have, We haven't received one dime from him or nobody else. And he can't, he, he would have the audacity and the temerity to say, make a statement like that and hasn't said one dime to try to address a problem that has been uh, held on the shoulders of one young sister carrying, a, carrying the weight of that for the entire community. And he hasn't, and, and that's so much this individual, because I'm not after this brother. He's a, he's a decent brother, decent email. I'm saying it was it was like Marie Antoinette, you know, why haven't you eaten your cake? You know, you were busy talking about the, the poor and the suffering and the struggle out there. Let them eat cake. And this is the kind of spirit that came across to me. It made me say in so many words, I don't want to use the street language, but I will put it this way, as as the hell with it. That's what I that's because I'm thinking that he he doesn't see I'm I'm in here trying to hold up the banner for the entire community. Because in the final analysis, win or lose, it's not, I, I don't get one penny. My daughter doesn't get one penny back, back, not one penny, one penny back out of the thousands and thousands of dollars she's already spent. She's not fighting for one. They, they told her, the lawyers told her almost two years ago, three years ago, look, Miss Muhammad, Miss Sadiq, as they want to call her, you you we you can't you 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 can't carry the weight of this for the whole community. We're willing to cut a check for you personally, and uh, you know, and let us go away and everyone walks away. In other words, they she could have she could have cut a deal for herself years ago. In fact, she didn't even have to get into this fight. And had a deal for herself. But it's because she took the stand that she took, that this fight took, took place and is taking place. So, you know, it's sad. It's sad. And uh, I can't let it go. I mean, I'm not going to be traveling around the country no more. I made my mind up. I'm not, what, go there for what? Go there for what? You, Friday you have Juma prayer. And then you talk to the emails. Then you talk about 
uh, we're going to have uh, workshops. And in the workshops, we're going to talk about Janaz or how to conduct the Janaz. And then after we talk about how to conduct the Janaz, we'll talk about sighting the moon. Then we're going to talk about sighting the moon. Then we're going to talk about education and the need for education. Look, we, we, I, can, I can hear it in my sleep. I can give you the answer to every one of those things in my sleep because we repeat it over and over. Then, then Saturday night we'll have uh, we'll have uh, uh, the social hour for the community, you know, and everyone will get together. And then Sunday we'll have the banquet, and everyone fifty dollars ahead for the banquet. What? I mean, well, this is you... everywhere we go. It, it is one big social event. Well, brother, email us and, and I can help you. I, I I agree with you 100 100% on this, and that's uh, in terms of how we do in the in the community. It's a social event, and you know, really, uh, in and I don't like to to talk like this, you know. And I want today, I wanted to, you to get, have an opportunity to 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 bring this to the attention of the uh, Muslim community here under the leadership of email those who who say they follow the. He should be male, Muhammad. But you know, we we are, we have become a so, a, a technically a social community. We we like to put on the big show and things like that. And this is, we don't even understand, you know, what it really means to be a man in a society in a moving society, and and how uh, so-called religion uh, relates to that. We we just getting into it. And and all this show of talking Arabia and read, man, that's that's basic. That's really basic. But that's another whole topic. Uh, but you're probably going to have to come back on the show again. We're running out of time to address this. I will, since I raised the issue, I will uh, uh, contact uh, Sister Aisha myself, either uh, email, a phone call. And and if she does respond to me, I will, you know, send her the link to this broadcast, ask her to review it, and then also invite her to come on the show. And I will ask her questions because, you know, I'm just, when I ask these questions, I want you to say what's really, what's on your mind. And I don't want you to sugarcoat it. And I want you to put it out there so, so the people can see and hear exactly what's going on. And then she'll have an opportunity because I just basically want to ask her, basically want to ask her, you know, why you don't run nothing in your newspaper now and then on the probate case? I mean, it's, it's, you don't, you think there is no case? Or, you know, I just want to ask her, you know, since you're a media uh, entity and this is a part of this community that's going on, why, why we don't have this type of publication uh, in in her media outlet. So again, I, I that's that's my whole idea. I mean, like I said, I don't know these people personally. As you know, they they don't intimidate me. You know, you know your little degrees and your little positions that it it means nothing to me because I got just as much, I got papers that you will take the rest of the twenty years to figure out what world I've been doing. You know, assuming a lot gives <laughs> us that much. Yeah, I mean, you don't intimidate me. I can sit there and talk to you. You may not like it. That's, all, that's your issue. You know, I can't help because the law made me like this. Don't get mad at me. You say you pray five times, five, you pray five times a day, you know, then you, you take that one over the law. Go to the match there in Juma. I don't have nothing to do with it. 
That's just what happened. But I want to thank you, you for know, coming I wanted on. to come on with her. Yeah, well, we're going to have that, too. I'm going to have it. If, but, if she wants to come on. give her a chance first. I am going to give her a chance. Yes, sir. I'm going to give her a chance to come on if she would like. You know, I said, you can come on. You can talk about it. I have some questions I want to ask you about it. If she says, well, I don't have, I want to come on there with you, then I'll put you all, put you guys together, and then we'll have the show. But I, I want to thank you again for coming on this show, and, and I'm going to keep in touch with you, and I will give you an update on my follow-up with Sister Ice. Well, thank you so very much, Brother Shaheed. May Allah bless you to continue to do the outstanding work that you're doing. And I look forward to uh, uh, hearing the show where Sister, Luke, Sister Aisha comes on. I want to end it by saying I have great love for her, great respect for her. I think she does an excellent job in what she does. And I understand the the situation that she is under. I still say, Let's take a chance. Let's get out there and fight. You don't know how many people will rise up in defense of your your position. Don't anticipate that we that you will lose before you before you fight. And I'm saying, yes, sir. This is we, we owe it to the we owe it to the future of our children. That's what I'm saying. And uh, all right, and, 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 and I think that yes, needs sir. to be done. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, then. I appreciate you being on the show, and I thank all my guests for listening. This is a new African. Assalamualaikum. Have a nice day. Well, alaikum. Assalam. Thank you.